kind of about the finance world and then some of her other hobbies which include snack crates um which come from around the world and speaking of around the world i don't think i've really mentioned this on the pod uh but we do have we are an international podcast uh we have people in australia and um malaysia as well we have people all throughout europe france spain germany ireland uh, South America as well, uh, and then obviously everywhere across the U.S. Pretty much, I think we're in. I haven't looked at the map in a while, but I think it's in at least twenty states. Um, so again, crazy. Never thought it would be this big when I started this. Um, again, we are presented by Schultz Power Washing. Uh, go throw him a follow on Instagram. Uh, if you just type in Schultz Power Washing, it should pop up. Uh, they supply your power washing needs, uh, anywhere in the New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New York area. Uh, if you need your house or apartment building, uh, power washed, they do a great job, uh, and you're supporting a local business. Uh, and along with that is someone newly out of college. Um, so hopefully you can get that repeat business every year from them. A um, couple other things that we want to plug for the pod them ourselves. Uh, Avery and friends, Avery dot and friends on Instagram. Uh, you can follow us there for kind of when the pod releases. Just a little reminder. Uh, Twitter uh, is Avery and friends. Uh, Avery underscore friends. Sorry, the name is Avery and friends. Um, again, just another place where you can support us. And there are some pretty funny memes um, that our social media guy, Danny, is uh, piping out for all of the people. Um, I I get a chuckle out of them every time. So if you listen to the pod and enjoy the pod, you probably will too. Uh, We also have a TikTok now. Now that's 2022. TikTok is probably the most used social media. Um, So we we recently just launched the TikTok. Um, So again, it's just kind of like... It, it'll be Avery and friends four is on TikTok, Uh, and that'll just kind of be a soundbite. Uh, so if you don't know, if you want to listen to the pod, you just kind of listen to the soundbite and see if you're interested. Um, again, tell, tell your friends, uh, if they need something to listen to at work while they're bored, or if you're on your commute, or if you just want to hang around after work one day, and you don't know what to do. Turn on Avery and friends. Um, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Bye. All right, Kay, welcome to the podcast. Thanks you, for having you me. You requested that the opening sound be the beer can opening. So uh, you got your wish. Yeah, I got my Lagunitas IPA. I really mm. am into these lately, so figured. Lagunitas, really. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just, mm. there's something about these. I mean, to be honest, they're pretty strong, so that's probably why I favor them. What, what percentage are they? Oh, I don't even know. I just feel it. I get rosacea very quickly when I drink these ones. You get what? Alcohol rosacea. It's when my I've cheeks... I've never heard. What is that? My just, cheeks look like they have blush. So why don't you just say your cheeks get red? Why do you have to use the fancy word? 
because it's like a known thing. You can look it up. There are really? so many people. Yeah, so many people get alcohol rosacea. Some huh. people get it in their whole face. I'm quite lucky. Is that it it's, something you can get like outside of just alcohol or? Um, people get it when they have like anxiety and other things, but when they're nervous, I, yeah. And like sometimes I feel like I might get it. It's some people get hives on their chest. It's similar to that. Yeah. Okay. I okay. just get it on my cheeks, and it's usually that's how people in college would know if I started drinking or not. <laughs> they would be like, "You didn't have a drink yet because your cheeks are not rosy." Yeah. <laughs> my I know my uncle gets like that specifically when he drinks uh, red wine. Yeah, um, wine does just, it to me yeah. too. Yeah. Well, cheers. This is cheers. the first beer podcast I think I've had like wine and like whiskey podcast, but never had beer so hopefully my stomach mm. doesn't get too full guys got to keep it more casual i'm i'm super into <laughs> a nice cold beer on a friday night mm. yeah pair of jeans fit just right yeah <laughs> exactly um but yeah i definitely need this beer after work today but we're not worried about that we're t- talking about you today <laughs> Kay bowerline fr- mm-hmm. from poughkeepsie new york the star of the show um I guess we'll just start off with the boring stuff and get that out of the way. Uh, so you went to school. What was your? What were your majors in school? I started as an actuary major, and then okay. I switched to. Because it was too hard. <laughs> well, yeah, and like, yeah, it just it was a bad major. I mean, yeah. I wasn't necessarily bad at it, but it, a lot of people switch at Bryant from yeah. actuarial math to oh, I, yeah, applied math and statistics, which is what I switched to, mm-hmm. and then. Because I switched, I was able to add analytics as a concentration, nice, and I minored nice. in finance. Mm-hmm. And now I work in finance. <laughs> Woo! And for people listening, Kay went to the same college as me. That's how we met. We just kind of hung out. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you're in finance. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give kind of like what role you're in and just like a brief like job description if like someone's listening out there and like Mm -hmm. is into math because you're a math nerd yeah i'll say it for you you you'd tell people that but (laughs) i guess if someone's out there and they're interested in math and they're in college Mm -hmm. and they don't know what to do just like what kind of you do yeah so i guess that's a really good point because i didn't really know what i wanted to do with a math degree i know there were so many different avenues it's very broad Mm -hmm. even statistics like you could just be a statistical analysis like analyst or go into analytics specifically um but i actually fell into finance because i was at the Kenny Chesney, no shoes, no shirt. And (laughs) (laughs) no, listen, it's crazy. And there was a man. So I had just done a stock portfolio project for my finance class. Was it just like intro 201? No, it was like the honors one. So you had to analyze a stock the whole semester. Okay. And um, you had to do a stock that you were unfamiliar with entirely, like Mm -hmm. an industry, everything. And we used the Bloomberg terminals to do our analysis. Okay. So I ended up with TJX because that was like the ticket whatever mm-hmm. and there was somebody at the concert who worked for the company and i was talking about the project and how much i loved doing the project and how i thought maybe i should go into the stock market or do something with that mm-hmm. you know and it just was really interesting to me and this guy sticks out his hand and he was like i work for the company he was like the senior vice president of it or something and he got my email mm-hmm. so i ended up in finance just because like my math major and with what the company had to offer that was the internship that led me to it and then from there now i'm a financial analyst at a different company and i love my job i pretty much 
right now my role is to analyze headcount, which essentially means like the associates that work for the company and you know, I have to look at budgeting for different departments and salaries and stuff like that. And there's a lot of other things that I'm already involved in and it's only been a couple of weeks that I'm there. That's just the main role that they hired me for, but I haven't actually touched a lot of that yet. Mm -hmm. I'm more looking at like our month end analysis right now and it's really fun. I, I like <laughs> I like analyzing numbers. I really have enjoyed it. Mm. And I feel so drawn into it because this is what I actually like. This is the type of finance that I actually wanted to go into out of college and the finance I was doing prior because finance is so broad. There's so many different avenues. Mm. The finance that I was doing prior to this, it's just it was fun, but it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't seeing a full budget. It was one particular line item of a gross margin analyzing that every single week and i needed something more broad i needed to look at an entire budget so that's what i'm doing now so you like kind of the aspect of like doing finances for one specific company rather than like like because when people think of finance like they think of like a stock trader or someone Mm. that is given money like a certified like planner like that's kind of like yeah. what people think about when they think of finance but obviously with your role it still falls under finance but there's almost like does how much does like accounting come into it at all kind of like since it's one company yeah there's definitely like accounting pieces because for headcount for example like there will be contracted what is headcount it's you like said the, it earlier, the, the number of people that work at a company at a given time like okay. what's your total headcount and what's the budgets that you have for departments mm-hmm. to fulfill like salary bases and stuff like that so when you're looking at something like that and this is for every company um obviously everything i'm saying is very general but mm-hmm. um there could be like a contract associate. So if you go on LinkedIn and you look up like contracted jobs, it usually means that you're a temporary employee for a given time. Mm -hmm. Those employees, typically it's like, it's an accounting way of paying because you're invoiced their bill for their work, like Mm -hmm. after the fact and then like they're paid normally, but like typically it's more of an accounting view in that way. And there are some other things that, look at like accounts payable and stuff that I look at. But for now, my main analysis has just been like, what has our month end come in at? And like comparing that to previous years and plans. It's very normal, not normal, but like it's very expected for the finance I was going to, like corporate finance, looking at the company's finances versus like you said, stocks, which I was in love with that project, Mm -hmm. but it's not really that's so much pressure to do like full time. <laughs> if somebody was like all right we have this window to this window to do this and you have to get it done like in 10 minutes and mm. we need to tell this person if they can buy this at this price you would lose me the moment you started talking did, <laughs> I'd be too stressed did you have any like experience in that or are you just like kind of through feeling out people and talking with people you're just like that's not for me um you know, every company is going to say you have to be able to work in a fast-paced environment. Yeah, and I'm very efficient. Every job description. Yeah, says it's that. literally it's in every job description, <laughs> but like and for me, I can work very efficiently. Like I can build models out well and stuff. Um, but if you're working in like a fast-paced environment like a stock trade floor, yeah. That's like a whole nother level. When they put fast-paced environment on those job descriptions, 
I'm sorry. I You can run a mile in five minutes. I'm taking 10. I can't do that. It's just, there's a lot, and it's somebody's money that mm-hmm. you're dealing with. Like a company's money, I feel like, or looking at numbers for a company to me is like, I know that I'm getting it right. There's ways of checking it. You can't check somebody's finances against yeah. somebody's finances. You Once lo- you've done a trade, <laughs> like that's tough, you know? Once you lose 10% of someone's portfolio, you can't just get it back. I, I think that's what it is. I would never deal with somebody's personal finances mm-hmm. because I feel like I have an emotional connection to everyone that I meet. Yeah, so, so you can like take yeah, that. Yeah, so that's, that's probably one, the most stressful yeah. thing for me with finance. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you don't feel that like when you're analyzing like a company's budget, say, or something like that? Because like if you mess up, like everyone's going to suffer or is it more like, yeah. I mean, it's the whole department, so it's not everything's riding on you necessarily. Yeah, I feel like it's like a lot of forecasting done for a company's budget and stuff is run rated or there's like historical data that you can use, which is that that's what that means. Yeah. There's historical data that you can use in order to verify mm-hmm. what's going on. So for me, it's like usually a company will aim to be like within a certain uh, margin of error and you can't like uh, somebody's personal finances. Imagine saying to them, like I was 10% off of what I thought would happen. I'm sorry. That would, I would be sweating every single day going yeah. to work. And I think that's probably the main thing. It's not necessarily a fast pacing. It's that you're working fast paced, with somebody's personal money Mm -hmm. that to me is that's why i like finance because you can go into so many different things and figure out what you like Mm -hmm. this is definitely like i'm comfortable i push myself i'm learning every single day i pick up on what other people are doing but i have the time to do all of that because Mm -hmm. it's not like somebody needs to do a trade somebody needs to do this and, and i'm sure i'm i've never experienced it so i'm sure i'm wrong about some of it but who knows? Yeah, that's honestly one kind of reason I went into marketing is because, I mean, like, I played sports and stuff in high school, and, like, I'm used to, like, high-pressure environments, like, but having to do that all day, every day, I mean, the worst I can, like, mess up at my job is, like, I send the wrong email to a couple thousand people, or there's a typo in the email, or, yeah. like, or like uh, something goes wrong with the website and the website's down yeah. for, like, an hour. Like, it's not, in the grand scheme of things, it's not really big, Um one of our, my previous podcast guests, he's like a neural like nurse. So like when I was talking to him on the podcast, it was like if like he messes up, like if it's bad enough, he's gonna kill a person. Yeah, like, yeah. The stakes, I could just not handle that stress. Right. I mean, I can barely handle the stress of my normal job. Yeah, so I, I don't blame agree. you for your, like and going. The things like that. that I do also, they have such a big impact. Like what I'm doing yeah, isn't I can not an impact, but I feel like when I research the different types of finance or even doing like the stock portfolio project in college i had a whole semester to do that Mm -hmm. and to really analyze what's going on in a specific stock and then i'm sure there are like platforms and stuff that help these companies decide where to put people's money but yeah that kind of finance is definitely not it's not for me i give so much credit to people who go into that and i trust you with everything that you do because i could never but um you can trust me with your corporate finance i guess (laughs) (laughs) are you taking uh freelance side jobs if anyone needs help no i'm not (laughs) 
I like I like my downtime when I have it, but yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good kind of transition. We can get off of work. Um, hopefully, people haven't tuned out yet. Uh, but so you are more more of a person than just your job. Mm-hmm. Um, you have other aspects and hobbies outside of uh, work. Uh, do you want to just touch on any or? Yeah. So. Okay, we were just talking about this before the yeah, podcast, so I, I should preface this. I should preface this for anyone who is listening. Probably just going to be me or whoever our friends, but hopefully mm. other people. Hi, um, <laughs> mom, I think my mom listens to everyone. Oh, so. hi, mom. Yeah. So before we started the podcast, I said I didn't really want to talk about work too much because I feel like as you go through life, it's easy to make certain things your personality when they shouldn't be a personality trait. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people put work first. And I even did this. I went to get got, I got drinks with somebody recently. And like the first thing I asked was, Oh, like, how do you like your job? Like, Mm. what do you do? And I'm like, why did I ask that? Like I knew so many other things that I could have talked about. And especially with like, kids you went to college with too yeah i've noticed that that's like huge i know it's i mean like, not with like not with like the kids i was like close with and stuff um like i mean when like i see you on the weekends or like our other friends like i don't necessarily ask about work just because mm-hmm. i like feel like we don't want like have to talk about that um mm-hmm. but yeah I, I do find that a lot with like because it, it's like a casual acquaintance like if you're not totally. super close with them it's like you know that they're gonna want to talk about it i know and when people start popping out babies it's gonna be the same thing <laughs> it's gonna be how are the kids it's like if somebody comes up to me and the first thing they say is how are the kids i probably will be excited because i love children so yeah, when you'll, when you'll down the line, down the line well that. down the line when i have kids that probably will happen but like I don't want anyone to ever forget that they're more than what they're doing. Like every single day you're going to be like a parent, but what Mm. do you do for yourself outside of that? When you get to that point, same thing with your job. Like, so getting into hobbies and stuff, I have a snack crate subscription that I do. We're actually doing one tonight. Are we? Mm -hmm. I brought it. It's the Caribbean. So yeah that's how you say it i don't know i keep caribbean. thinking of pirates of the caribbean or whatever and it's caribbean. Yeah. okay so um essentially every single month i get a box from a different location mm-hmm. across like worldwide and it has a mix of snacks and candy yeah. um <clears throat> and within the box when you open it it'll say like the location there will be fun facts um history like when the place was founded how what's the population things like that and then there's newly a spotify qr code for jams and you can listen to music that's unique to that area that's very while you do it so i like to do this and typically like to do it with other people um, it's a shared experience. To sh- it's a shared experience. It's makes kind you popular. Of, people want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. It makes me, people want to be my friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just really, I really like snacking and I really like exploring the world. And when I went to, uh, you went abroad. Mm-hmm. And when I went to Argentina and Chile for two weeks, we would stop in like all these convenience shops and I would see the different types of Doritos and what they had offered. And that to me was something that I remember the most stupidly. No, I I don't think that's like stupid at all. I think that's like one of the reasons you travel is because you see like you find these cookies or like, like you said, the Dorito, like different flavored Doritos and like soda. And like, 
I think that's, I mean, that's my favorite, like, style of show is, like, food travel show. Yeah. Because, like, you get to see, like, different types of food and... You watch Guy Fieri? Yeah. Fieri? Fieri, yeah. So, I love his diner drive-ins and dives, Mm -hmm. and you can go online and look up where he's been. Yeah. That's how I found out about, oh, where did I go around here? Anyway, we should start doing that, like, our friend group. (laughs) We should go to all the places Guy Fieri has gone. I'm serious. We I know that's such a side. We'd track, also but have to go to the gym after because a lot of the stuff he eats on that show is not the most healthiest. But you know, it's okay. I eat snacks for a <laughs> hobby, so I think we're good. But um, back yeah. to the snack crate. So, how did that like get started? Yeah. So, I love facebook which is very weird for people our age yeah there's just so many things on there that come up and i know it's probably an algorithm thing but i i honestly started getting into facebook political stuff on it no i don't have any of that i don't have any of that it's wonderful i'm filtered out of that my things that come up are about beer about wine about food Pretty much that's it. Yeah. Um, and then whatever my family posts. And I mainly keep up to date with it because I have such a big family and that's mm-hmm. their way of seeing my life yeah. and vice versa. My grandpa actually... Fire alarm. Yep. My Nate. grandpa actually yelled at me like years ago for not keeping up to date with my Facebook and mm-hmm. that's why I continued. But anyway, on Facebook, there was an ad that came up okay. and it was for a snack crate and it was these people trying the snacks and if you get the largest box it comes with a drink but i just didn't really care for that Mm -hmm. um so i watched a couple of them and it became my hobby like on youtube to kind of watch these These, snack crate videos as they came out every month was it the company of the snack yes that was putting out these videos or was it a third party it was a sponsored post from snack crate itself mm-hmm. and it's people that i'm sure they paid to do and they give honest opinions like some of them try one snack and hate it and this other people will try the same exact snack yeah. and love it so i was like this is really cool mm-hmm. and then covid hit and i was like how do i get out of this house without getting out of this house i just couldn't sit in it anymore and be like this is okay for me you know were you home and yeah i was in new york and honestly in the summer my house is like a complete vacation for me it's just so amazing sitting in the backyard listening to the creek sitting by the pool um i love it i love being in new york at my house but in the winter i was about to gouge my eyes out i needed (laughs) something to do which everyone in the northeast feels that way i think yeah so i started the subscription and I got, um, I have a running list on my phone of all the countries or places that I've gotten from, but I got a couple of really, really good ones and it was kind of my, okay, I'm going to continue on with this. And I've had a couple of boxes that I've really hated, but my rule is I try everything. Mm Mm-hmm. And if there's a lot of candy bars, that's kind of where I get in a tough spot because I get headaches from like chocolatey things easily. But, um... I'll still push through and I still take a little nibbling of everything and try it. And it's just my favorite thing to share with other people. Have you ever thought about like doing those like YouTube videos like yourself? Like I I can just like see you taking video. Like I could picture that. And you know, I'm sure I've, people I have thought it. about it and I do. Or put, you could do like a TikTok. You know how I put that video of us sledding together um, and it, it, through iMovie. Oh. Like I like to put videos together yeah. like that. 
but I also feel like I'm not doing it for anyone but myself and I only post it to Snapchat because it's easy for me to save all of the ratings and put it into an album on my phone so that I can, if I travel to one of these locations one day, I can just quickly reference it. Um, I think that there have been people who have suggested to me on Snapchat to do YouTube for the sake of not seeing my long ass stories. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I've, I've never thought that of you though. I've no, I know, that. but there have been people who have bluntly <laughs> said to me, just do this on YouTube. And I'm like, you know what? I get it. I totally get it. I used yeah. to be one of those people that's like, why do you have such a long fucking story? But I don't do it for anyone but myself. And on Snapchat, I am unapologetically who I am all the time. Like, you can know my quirkiness to a T by just being friends with me on Snapchat. So... Do you want to plug your Snapchat or no? Do I want to plug it? Yeah. No, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) People want to be on friends with me on Snapchat. They can contact me, I guess. But... uh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I just... I I didn't know if you were trying to grow your Snapchat followers. No, I don't really care. (laughs) that's a good way of looking at it i have so many people in like the the queue to add because i didn't know where to find that for the longest time Mm -hmm. there's like a hundred people in it i'm like so you're just super popular at this point no it's just people that'll (laughs) add me from like contacts that i knew five years ago or the weirdest is when they do like quick ad and i'm like i sure as hell don't know who you are Mm. or if i do you have a weird ass name people need to be more straightforward with their names on snapchat too like if your name is like you don't know who they are like if your name is like wine cup on a sunday night i'm not adding you i have no idea who you are (laughs) sorry that's fair that's fair but yeah so no interest in monetizing the snack crate we're keeping it completely i mean all right so if i start it now i don't know if i will end up recycling through some of these locations I probably would eventually. I don't know what their plan is. Snack well, yeah, their outreach. That is because what? There's 200 countries, but like you're doing the Caribbean. So that well, covers they do locations like Hawaii was one of them. So oh, okay. it's not just countries. It's like specific well-known locations as well. Um, I've gotten mostly countries. Yeah. But how yeah. many like, do you know how many types of boxes are? Because it's got to run out now. So when you go on the website, they have only a certain number of countries at a given time or locations, and then they'll do like special ones. They had a Valentine's Day one. They had um, a Christmas one. I got that one, and my sister and I did that one together. And those ones, they compile specific snacks geared toward those holidays from multiple countries okay so the christmas one had three countries some of them were repeats but they were specific christmas snacks so it felt different when Mm -hmm. i was going through it um but yeah i don't i don't know if i would end up recycling through them if i did i would not be upset because i know which ones i would (laughs) like at that point maybe they would have different ones yeah and i could just try them with new people it's also a way for me to like branch out with my friends Mm. make new friends be the popular one no i don't need to be the popular one or be the one that people want to hang out with no i don't even care for that honestly (laughs) you don't want people to hang out with you no i do of course but i don't do this like i said i don't do this for anyone you're not a clout chaser i don't know what is that clouding clout chaser what does that mean you've never heard of the term clout um i might have do you use it regularly 
Kind of. So like it's it's essentially if you just do things for Instagram followers or like YouTube oh, views. No, like, I don't care about like what if we're like. on here talking about like ridiculous stuff just so that people would listen to the podcast. Well, which I mean, people have tried to get me to do, but <laughs> really, well, they're just like you like just talk with your friends like you should like do different like say stuff like outrageous stuff and like i'm just like i just want to talk with my friends i don't really kind of like you i don't really necessarily care about the views yeah do you hear that downloads yeah um but so well and going back to if they like recycle them I feel like because you could do like a snack crate of like the northeast of America and you could do like a mm-hmm. Texas snack. Like there's different regions of different countries like Italy. Yeah. You could do like Rome snack crate and then you could do like the Amalfi. Co- like there's different like mm-hmm. places. Yeah. So I feel like it's almost endless. Like Yeah, I agree. And I don't know if they have ones for other than like Hawaii and all of those like cooler locations i don't know that the united states is actually included in it right now like oh, there's really? no like yeah is it like a foreign company or is it u.s no based? i i i think that their objective is to get places that like us here on like the mainland yeah, i guess you would say right so I don't, I've never seen uh, them publicize anything regarding like Texas or, and you know, it's interesting too, because most of the snacks can be repetitive from like very far off areas. Like every single country has had a ketchup chip pretty much. My least favorite thing on the planet is ketchup. You don't like ketchup chips? Have you ever had? I hate ketchup. Oh, you don't like ketchup. Have you ever had the like, uh, what are they called? Like all dressing? Fuck, what are those? Is it from Australia? Is that no. where you went? Yeah, that's where I was. No, but they have them like in America too. But it's like kind of a ketchup taste. You you don't like that though? <laughs> I I literally cannot stand ketchup to to Why? save my life. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I love salt and vinegar chips. I love like I don't love tomatoes, but like I don't mind tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know why somebody decided <laughs> to put that together. I really don't. I really don't. <laughs> and it drives me nuts because every single country pretty much has one Mm. or some version of it um i try them i literally can't stand any of them well that's good to know i won't get you ketchup chips for any sort of gift i appreciate that um (laughs) but so what's the well one like what's the craziest snack rate you got like from like a crazy place okay i haven't really received crazy like i but i will say the countries that surprised me the most i got south africa and nicole um our friend nicole j her mm-hmm. family is from south africa but it was prime covid so of course i couldn't like share the experience with them i would yeah. have loved that um their candy bars i cannot believe that that is the size of one candy bar they are huge how big are they oh my gosh you take like four twixes you put them together that is one of their candy bars. I could not believe it. Those things were, or like four, uh, what are those bigger candy bars? Snickers. Snickers are like that kind of. Are you thinking no, like of the Kit big Kats? versions? Like the big yeah, versions no, of American like candy bars. Yeah. Those things like four were of those? huge. Oh my God. And the snacks were so good from there. <laughs> I literally, really? I believe I loved that one. There were a couple that in every box that I don't really like, mm-hmm. but that one I remember being like, Oh my God, these candy bars are ginormous. What? Like, 
do you remember what any with they just chocolate or do they have other sh- like shit with them or i don't really remember um to be honest with you the i take a nibbling of each thing so like people might bite? think that i sit there and pig out on this whole box that is so far from the truth i take one bite of each thing because yeah. i don't want to get too full by the end of course and then whatever i like the most i finish and that's it and then i pretty much will throw away anything else if nobody's around and wants to eat the rest sometimes i save things for like the next day or the yeah. day after but to your point earlier like i don't want to have to go to the gym every time i do a snack crate right away so it's not really my mm. objective to finish it liam will definitely help us finish them tonight <laughs> He loves, he likes snacking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was the thing you hated the most? Oh, all right. I'm not going to say a country. No, you don't. I just mean like a piece of food. Like what's something that you like? I got, you know, those like bacon treats for dogs. Yeah. You ever smelt one? Yeah. Okay. I got a mince pie, like muffin thing. Oh, you don't like mince pie? Dude, no, it it was not. You opened it and it smelled like Play-Doh mixed with dog treat. It was not. Have you ever had mince meat pie though? Yes, and it was not. Nope. Okay. It wasn't I actually like that. would not. That was the one thing, and it was one of my first snack rates. I did not try it. Oh, you didn't even my, try my, it? No, my dad would not let me. He smelt it and he threw it away. He was like, you cannot eat that. And I was like, okay. But I honestly probably would have gotten sick. That mm-hmm. was, It smelt. It smelled like Play-Doh. I, I don't know about you, but I don't smell Play-Doh and go, mmm, let me try that. I haven't since I was like six. And the bacon do- dog treats, like, yeah. mm-mm, not about no. it. Mm-mm. So it was two things? or It was like the bacon. So the one thing smelled like Play-Doh and bacon dog treats. Yes, okay. and it was the, the mince pie thing. <laughs> and like, I have had mince pies. They're fine. This is... They're, it's like pre-packaged it's not supposed to perish for a really long time it's probably mm-hmm. not good for you so i didn't like i don't like it <laughs> and i've gotten some other things like i'm not accustomed to certain spices yet um and that's a part of like my young you life get? journey too like i've been expanding my like food culture you a super picky eater when you were younger no or? but i'm an italian family like so you just had we had this red we sauce had, and yeah, italian like, herbs your entire life sunday sauce meat homemade meatballs like the whole no, nine no yards turmeric no and cumin. honestly like n- more recently i've been getting into because my roommate um she like has introduced me to a lot of asian cuisine mm. and i'm obsessed like i went to lunch with myself the week before i started my new job mm-hmm. And I just had like a wonderful Korean meal all by myself. And it was the best moment I've had in a really long time. Nice. So proud of you. There are some, there's some spices though that like I smell them and they smell good. And then I taste them and I'm just not used to them yet. I would like it. I just need exposure to it more. Yeah. Yeah. Asian food, I think is my favorite type of food. Yeah. It's so good. And like, obviously saying Asian food, it's like a very like white American thing to say. Cause there's like, I mean, they use Korean, Japanese, Chinese, yeah. like there's so many different like Vietnamese, like there's so many types. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I love the fact because it's like a stir fry, 
like last night i had ramen noodles with like ground pork and mm. like a stir fry sauce and Sounds you so just good. like throw and like peppers and you just like throw everything in and mix it up and it like comes out delicious where like mm-hmm. other types of cooking like you kind of have to like almost follow i don't know i feel very comfortable making like an asian style dish just wow. like throwing stuff together i'm still getting accustomed to that like any italian dish mm-hmm. any like yeah you want chicken cutlets i can fry those up for you in a second <laughs> you want homemade meatballs i yeah. got you i'll even cook them in the sauce for you like <laughs> i can do italian mm-hmm. i'm still trying to learn other because my goal in life is not to be like the ceo of blah 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 my goal in life is to be the mom that everyone's kid wants to eat at their house <laughs> like no i'm not kidding and i sh- and i why? will be why that's won't. why when you guys come over and we're drunk at 3 a.m and i'm making fried pickles and you're enjoying it i'm like this is my future <laughs> what 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 inspires you to be that because my, my mom's cooking everyone loved your mom was so everyone, you just want to be like your mom yeah everyone loved my mom's cooking and i it was such a flex for me like i never would say it but when people would come over they loved the food and i was like yeah my mom knows what's up she really does <laughs> So you want to you wanna be good at cooking so you can flex on other kids? I guess not, uh, not flex on other kids. I guess like f- like I want... Not so to- your kids can flex on other kids yes, because of your yes, cooking. Yes, yes. Like, oh, I'm not going to come to your mom's house for dinner tonight because my mom makes a bomb-ass meal and I'll come after. Mm. So what, what happens when the other moms get pissed at you? They won't. They'll join. I will. Oh, ne- join? I will welcome all. Food is love, and my heart is open to all. <laughs> no, that does sound really like corny and cheesy, but I I do like there is something to like sharing a meal with someone and mm-hmm. like cooking for someone. Like we're we're all gonna have dinner tonight, and like what's on the menu? On the menu, ah, uh, chicken. That's all I know. Oh, cool chicken i bought is moldy so we got a different one. Oh yeah you have no idea about the food I, I well you know I don't, i'll eat anything so yeah. i never really ask what we're eating yeah um but no like that is my favorite thing to do with like my friends is, like go out and like either make dinner like in, in my apartment here or somewhere else um or like go out to like dinner like yeah. that's my i'd much rather do that than like go to a bar or whatever yeah um there it's kind of hard because if you're with like once you get to like six people, it's kind of hard to go out to a restaurant because mm-hmm. then not everyone's talking unless you have like one of those circle tables. Yeah, um, I agree. But then even then, like when the larger the group you have, the less of like a interpersonal, like mm. it's more like a... Whoever you're sitting next to, you talk to. Yeah, exactly. I and, agree. And your conversations are like different too. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm more of like an introvert. So like when there's like more than like four people around i just like sit there and don't say anything. which is just so like- weird that you say that because i've been friends with you guys how many years now like a lot yeah and i've never had a issue talking to you well i can talk it's just like when there's people yelling in a room i'm not gonna yell louder so i'm talking does that make sense yeah i guess that's true i can be like that sometimes like if there's if there's like there's more like than this like, past weekend for my birthday when there were yes, mad people that, in that one I was room. Not, I was not saying anything. I was just sitting there. <laughs> I was like, can I leave? Like, <laughs> I actually was the same way. I sat and observed. Yeah. Unless until we had to talk about Ubers, mm-hmm. and that's when my voice. Yeah. 
I couldn't even talk over people though. I think <laughs> Olivia had to get people to go quiet. But that's that's the thing. Like I'm I don't but there's like some people that will want if there's a big group of people to like be the not necessarily center of attention, but they'll just want to like say things and like that's I'm just not yeah. that person at all. I could see and that. And there's though. nothing there's nothing wrong with that person. Like that's their personality. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain that's things. That's the nice about thing about this weird. friend group though. There's so many different personalities. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But no one's really interested in our friend group, so. <laughs> I don't think anyone's interested probably in me, but they've made it this far if they're listening. <laughs> People do listen to these entire episodes, funny enough. No, I know you said, okay, so I've been listening to them, yeah. and I listened to one where you had said you made, it's like 200 downloads in the first 10 days or something. No, we what haven't that. Maybe oh. 20. <laughs> No, there there was something you said like two hundred <laughs> listens or something. You made it to some list in the intro. It was a while ago that you said this, or maybe, maybe not it was a while like two hundred downloads total, like throughout yeah. all the episodes. Oh, maybe, but it yeah. was like you said, like oh, this was pretty cool news. I don't know. I wish I wrote it down now, but yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, another thing I want to talk to you about because I th- I think you're the only. Um, you're the only woman I've ever known that played high school golf. Oh, yeah. I don't think I know. Like, do you know anyone else, like, outside of your school? Or, like, oh, I, I was going to say who I golfed with. Did you have a team? It was a girl's team, okay. yeah. Because I've never, because, like, I mean, it's not like I've traveled, I mean, I've traveled around the world, but it's not like I've met everyone in the world, so obviously mm-hmm. it's out there. But just, like, at my school and high school, we didn't have anything like that. Yeah. People I met in college, no one ever, like, talked about a girls golf team so i'm just curious how how many like it was a legit team at your school so i wouldn't say legit so here's the thing i went to a big high school and we always had to recruit girls to join the team and i joined it with one of my like childhood best friends Mm -hmm. um her and i had been golfing from a younger age because our dads loved to golf and we were family friends so i Honestly, I naturally am very good to a natural extent, but I didn't really take it that seriously. Like I would pretty much in tournament, when you take a circle 10, it means you pick up your ball. Mm -hmm. So you can't count the whole score at all. Like they'll add it as 10, but then the whole score is pretty much disqualified for like qualifying for sectionals and stuff. Yeah. And I was very good to an extent. So I would go out with like the first girl but compared to her i was like below average she was so good my my first partner and this was on your team mm -hmm. and so you essentially go out in a foursome you're the competing school which it was always all girls teams the competing school would also send out two girls so it was a foursome and um i hated i was always in the first group which are usually the people that didn't need the coach's help and i hated it I hated being the first group because everyone watches your first shot. And it was just like, the mo- I hate when people will stare at me. It's just, I'm never in the middle of a dance circle unless I'm drunk enough. So I hated that. Mm. Um, but as I would always take a circle 10 to have a snack 
on one of the holes. So I never qualified for sectionals. I might have one of the years and then I just told her I didn't want to do it, my coach. Mm. She saw a lot of potential in me. She's like, if you actually took lessons, if you actually practiced regularly, you would be really flawless. And I don't disagree with her. I, I've been, I don't know if I've been on a course with you. I've been in like a no. simulator. Yeah, we've never played. The simulators I'm not as good in as I am like on a course. Excuses, and but continue. And I'm not very like consistent either. My drives typically are fairly consistent unless I go back to my old habits where I open face and then the ball mm. goes completely left because I'm a lefty. But if I really am focused, like I can do really well. Um, I like being a, a golfer. I like that it's my sport because a lot of people in the business world do it. And yep. when the guys go golfing, like at my or maybe there are some girls at my office i don't know but if they ever say like oh we're going golfing does anyone want to join i can say i will i'm not i might not be great but like i'll join and i think no, it's really no it'll good. open good opportunity for conversation and to get to know people on a different level so mm -hmm. i'm happy that it's my sport I think it's interesting being a girl golfer, though, and saying it because most people will assume that when you're on a high school team and you've golfed most of your life that you're flawless. <laughs> and then they'll watch like probably my third shot and they're like, ah, oh, she has some flukes in her. Like, she's not that good. Um, but I had two partners in high school because my um, first one, she graduated. She was older than me. And then the second one, she's actually from Ireland. So she oh, came cool. from Ireland to high school at my high school. Does Did her family like come over? Or her she dad just is a, I think, a airport architect, something random. And he came to the States for a job like years before. And she wanted to come and experience being in the States for high school. And he happened to live in our area. So she just came and moved in with him. Um, that was like, she is a hilarious and she was so good at golf. Like this girl, I pretty much was just, I just watched her golf. She was so good and she was very humble about it. Mm -hmm. I probably could have learned a few things from her, but you know, I would just walk next to her and have a snack every now and then instead of actually golf. How many people were on the team? Um, we had to have, I think three groups of two in tournament or maybe four groups of two. It's either you have to have six or you have to have eight people on the team playing for the matches. So there were some years where we had the exact number and our coach was like, nobody can miss. Like yeah. you literally can't. And then there were other years where we had more people than we could play so she would alternate the girls that were in the last group. Um, sometimes I would try to offer alternating, but it never really worked out. She wanted me to play every time. <laughs> so did you just like play on the same course every tournament or did like you travel like all over New York? So my, our area had, I mean the most we, the farthest we traveled would be like 45 minutes to an hour for okay. a match. Um, so we played their courses, their home courses, and then we had our home course, which actually was the golf course that I ended up bartending at this summer before I went to Bryant. So it's that was, gig. it was such a good gig. I could be like, 
Whole 13 sucks, doesn't it? It was our state course near my house. Whole 13 is the worst hole on the planet. Is it's it, a mountain, essentially, with a big hump in the middle. So if you it hit it. Is it a par four? Or oh, five? I don't remember. I think it's a par four. But if you hit it too far to the right, you're going down the hill into the trees to the right. If you hit it too far to the left, you're. And it's very easy for the ball to roll on this hole. I believe it's hole 13. and Lucky 13. I, yeah. And as a lefty, I'm like, well, if anything, it's got to go to the left for me so that I'm not with my body in the woods. Mm-hmm. And for a righty, they're like, if anything. But of course, never worked out that way yeah. for people. So I always would get a couple extra tips because I knew how to talk about the course to the guys that would come to the bar. It's awesome. That's funny. Yeah, one thing I love about golf is like the, I don't know if it's, I don't really know the right term about it, but just like everyone is open about like how they're bad at golf. Hmm. Like it's like kind of funny. It's like, oh, like do you golf? And I'm like, you could call it golfing. Like there's <laughs> there's always that like jokes like about like how everyone's bad at golf. Yeah. And it's unlike like other things. Cause like when you're playing like pickup basketball or whatever, mm-hmm. like people like, people are like like it's very competitive and stuff like golf like golf is competitive but like at the same time like there's that kind of just like everyone's always cracking jokes about how everyone's bad and it's like a it's a good escape for people totally and i used to be such a bad sport when i first joined Mm -hmm. it would affect my mood i would like well, because yeah. you're competitive. Yeah, but I was. It was bad. Like people yeah. didn't want to golf around me, and it kind of taught me that the it's more negative. Happened to me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the more negative that you are about a situation that you are just. You're at this point. You're doing it to yourself because you're out of your head, and you're just being mean to yourself in yeah. your mind because you're saying I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm bad. Well, guess what? You're gonna keep being bad. Oh. So my mom had a conversation with me, and she was like, "People aren't gonna want to be around you if you keep being so <laughs> negative." So my parents bought me a grumpy, like the seven dwarves. Yeah. They bought me a grumpy um, driver cover. That's funny. And they were like, like this is who can be grumpy (laughs) and you cannot. So now if I hit a ball and I don't necessarily like it, which Mm -hmm. is more frequent than not well that's i think 98 percent of the time in golf <laughs> yeah like when it doesn't go fully my way even if it looks good and other people are like that's great i'm like mm, i know my dad would say it could be better <laughs> but um i usually will like roll it off with like a ah, i don't know i just try to not or i curse a lot i think during golf which i try not to anymore but um, I have learned to be more enjoyable. Like, mm. if I have a bad shot, give me a beer. That'll that'll just start my marathon for the rest of the day of yeah. enjoying the weather outside. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. Golf. It's definitely like I'm. I was kind of the same way. I mean, I still am, but because like people normally they're like, oh, Avery, you're such like a carefree, like lucky, like happy-go-lucky like happy kind of mm-hmm. guy i'm like yeah for the most part except for like golf and like madden those are the two things that like trigger mm. me i don't I think i've been on a so course with angry. you guys yet have i i don't think no, so. no we've only been on a simulator which i i mean i it's hard to get angry over a simulator but yeah you were pretty chill yeah. well okay so last also, summer it's more it's more just like when i don't win in golf. like i have i have a couple friends 
like from Vermont. Like when score wise? Yeah. Like if I don't like they're better than me and I like can't call for them because I just get so angry that I'm not as good as them. But <gasps> you're it's like, just like you're golf. competitive, competitive. Oh, I'm very competitive. Wow. Like, I like I'm, literally don't I'm care. I'm competitive in very like strange things. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. I mean it's not weird, but like I would never peg that for you. Well, no one does. No one does. So last summer, I remember some of you guys asked me to join you in a foursome. And I don't remember who, but somebody was so offended that they weren't asked first. Like you guys had asked me to come before somebody this. else. And I haven't just been invited the since. Tea. Just spilling the tea. No, I am. trouble. No, I'm not. But I haven't been invited since. So I'll spill. I'll cause trouble with that. You, guys, I, I should be able to golf with you guys at some point soon. Yeah. No, we'll have to set it up. Mm-hmm. Some of the girls will always offer to like some of my girlfriends, they'll say to me, I want to learn. Will you teach me? Yeah. And I taught golfer summer too. So I'm capable of it. But like sometimes it's a little tough when you go with so many people that want to be taught. Yeah. Like you really can only have one person. Yeah. And not even that. Like I'll I, go with I also people. I can't teach people how to play golf. People are like. Like I'm like can play it. I have I couldn't tell you the first thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I know like some people when don't want any criticism or feedback. Like when I go golfing sometimes for fun, mm-hmm. and my dad will sometimes <laughs> make comments. I'm like, you don't think I know that my club face was open when the ball is all the way to the left? Yeah, John, how would I ever know that? <laughs> like sometimes you don't want to hear it. So I usually will only give like. I'll ask if somebody wants like correction and if they say mm. no, I'm like, all right, that's fair. And then I won't ask like the rest of the round, but that's only if I can genuinely identify what's wrong. Sometimes I have no idea and I'm just yeah. like, just like, I don't know with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only, the only caveat I have with golf is the amount of time that it takes to like, golf to golf that's like, what i around. love about it well because it, it nobody takes can up, bug like, an, me for it, a whole day i could say well, yeah, sorry i'm is, golfing it is nice but like at the same time it's like like you i got other shit to do like <laughs> <gasps> no that is the only shit i want to do if i'm going golfing i know the rest of my day i don't want to do anything else all right that's fair although 18 holes is tough for me i usually take a couple hole break at the end of the 18 why i just get tired yeah. Like sometimes I'm like, really, I don't want to swing it again. It so. is. I I've never really like. I don't know if you know this, but like 18, like that seems like such a like strange number. Like, why yeah. not 20? Why not 15? Like, I don't, I don't know. 18 is strange. I agree. There's got to be a reason for it. Totally. It probably was like the original golf course only could fit 18 or something. St. Andrews. I don't know, but I do love it. You want to hear the craziest story that's ever happened on a golf course to me? my first first match ever and i'm in the first group hated already people staring at me Uh and i had a great first ball i was doing well and we were at uh it's a course called vassar in my town okay um it's very at the time very dry course good to go there if you like your ball to roll if you're not somebody who likes your ball to roll wouldn't have recommended it at the time i think they Uh have irrigation now though anyway there were two girls on the opposing team standing near the green and I was going to not chip it cause I was far enough away, but like pitching wedge. Yeah. 
pitch it. And I was like, you guys really shouldn't stand there. It's my first match. And all I could think about was them being there. So I was like, they shouldn't be there because I know I'm going to pick up. I know I'm going to look in their direction and the ball is going to fly at them. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be a good shot. They were like, no, 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 you're okay. And my partner looked at me and she's like, you're, you're totally going to hit one of them. And I'm like, I know, Mike, tell them to move. So she's like, you guys really need to move. And they didn't move more than probably three feet. So I hit the ball. I knew it was going to happen. I picked my body up a little. So mm-hmm. the bottom of the club hits the middle of the ball. That thing flew, hit one of them in the elbow. <laughs> it sounded like it hit a rock. I well, felt Lisa was the elbow so bad and she's just screaming bloody murder. Nobody else has even started yet. It's the first <laughs> hole. I'm like, it's my first match. It's the first hole. Were you a f- she's were one you of a their freshman? top players. Like I was a freshman. I was school. dying inside and the ball ended up fairly close to the hole. So it did count, but she was like, I have prom. And I was like, oh my God, she has prom. I felt so bad. So when people say, you know, golf is like a great non-contact sport, I always remind myself that I did accidentally hit somebody with a ball. And that's why nobody's, for the rest of my high school career, nobody would go in front of anyone. They were too afraid. Yeah, I've never hit someone with a ball. I've... Never gotten hit by one either. I hit a Canadian geese goose once. That was kind of sad. Did you kill it? No, I just hit it in the neck and then flew away. Yikes. But those things can get nasty, though, if they attack you. Yeah. So can humans. I was really... And then we <laughs> played think, them. Do you think that girl was going to like come and beat you up? No, she was so sweet. Like, honestly, such a nice person. And that's also why I felt incredibly bad. It's something... You know, you ever have a situation that you've had with somebody and you think about it like every so often and it just makes you feel bad again? Like you were living through it? Kind of. Like if you had I an guess, argument with somebody, yeah. if you've said something to somebody, that moment... Well, I will, I like live it over and over. It's really? like one of the most, yeah, I felt, I felt so bad. I tried not to just cause like that's negative. No, it just randomly, I'll be in a grocery no, store know, and it's no. like, shit, I hit a girl with a golf ball. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, no, there is, there is something to that though. Like random things will trigger you. Like, hmm. like you'll hear a song or like, you'll like see like a tv show or something it like brings you back to like your past and you're like yeah like why can't i just break this like i yeah i felt really really bad i actually saw her in boston (laughs) she i was like i'm so sorry i hit you with a golf ball do you remember we were at a bar rooftop it was the summer of my internship and she was like oh my god i literally forgot and i'm like (laughs) It's such a nice thing well, to hear that well, because the, I got yeah. to calm down after that a lot. Like, I don't really feel bad about it too much anymore because she didn't really remember mm-hmm. me doing that. She remembered golfing against me. Yeah. I was like, oh, I hit her so hard. How did she not remember? It was a lovely feeling that she said that. Well, that's, um, that's one thing. Like, we, like, humans in general replay things in their brain. And like you said, like, she didn't even remember, like, anything that you're thinking of about like your past that mm-hmm. like you like fucked up on or like you think is terrible like one you're the only person that probably <laughs> actually cares yeah. about it and two the other people probably don't even remember it and like that, that's another thing i try to do is like when things like 
bad happened to me or like i just think like what are you gonna think about this in like couple years yeah and most of the time i'm like all right this is gonna be hilarious like (laughs) i was actually mad that like i like spilled my beer while i was cooking or like something like Mm -hmm. something like so now when we're golfing i'm gonna remind you of that i'm gonna be like avery you're not gonna care about this round in two years kid that won't work oh it won't Mm. we'll have to get you like maybe if i can i will and people people will tell me this too like if i can get it's kind of like, do you know who John Rahm is? He's a golfer. I don't know names of anyone. Well, he's, he's, a, Spanish, he's a Spanish golfer, and he's really good, but he was like a hothead. Uh, and then he kind of like reined in his temper, and then he he just won the U.S. Open, uh, was that last summer? And like he, hmm. he's he's the, he's been the number one golfer for a while, I think. I probably should know him, but, but honestly, I don't pay attention to names of people. <laughs> ever like, like golfers or just football when people try to talk to oh, me about like football like, in ge- well in general i'm bad with names people have introduced me to them like yeah. so many in the office recently mm-hmm. i'm yes. like i already forgot their name a minute later i'm like yeah. shoot what did they say yeah that's that's one thing that i'm pretty bad at too i'm also and i hate this like i'll read something or like be watching a youtube video or like podcasts and I can repeat what someone said, but I can't like repeat who said it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm the same way. And it's so bad because like, I want to give that person told me credit. this, and I can't remember. Yeah, who. yeah. And like I, and I, I mean, I don't know if I've done this with you, but like our friends and stuff, I'll be like, did I have this conversation with you, or was it with like someone else? Oh, I think you said that to me once, <laughs> and, and it I, wasn't me, so we had it. <laughs> and like, I feel like bad because like that person obviously thinks like I'm an asshole, but like mm. I genuinely don't know. And I'm like, I want to know because one, I need to either tell you or I need to like figure out who I was. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. I I don't. I think some of my friends have done that to me over the years. I will repeat myself until somebody stops me. Like I won't say, "Have I had this conversation with you?" I'll have it again with you and again with you and again with you until you tell me that I didn't have it with you. And it's usually I will share stories if I'm excited or something happened that I don't particularly care for and I need to vent it out. (laughs) And if you don't stop me, I'm going to keep going. And I I might think in my mind, Mm -hmm. did I I tell this person this? Yeah. 10 out of 10 times, I'm just going to keep going because I just want to talk about it in that moment. If I started to talk about it, there's a reason that I wanted to. Mm -hmm. So if they're going to let me have some therapy out of it, I'm going to do it. Yeah, and kind of going along that line, that's that's what I mark as like a true friend mm. is when someone tells you a story and you've already heard it. Mm. And like, I mean, the number one culprit of this is my mom. Like, she'll tell me, well, yeah, probably my mom because like I've heard everyone, like all of her stories. Yeah, like, I've no, I mean, I've been alive for twenty four years. Of it, yeah, yeah. Um, like, so are you I've, older than me? Huh? Are you older than me? Why are when you still twenty three? No, I just turned twenty four. But oh, if yeah, your birthday I, came before my mine, then... my birthday was in last summer. Oh yeah, then you're I'm definitely like twenty four. Mm-hmm. Compared to nor other people like that graduated. Um, but yeah, like, and it's funny because like sometimes I'll like let people tell that story and they're like, because like sometimes it's like a good story, like you want to hear it. Yeah. But, like, because it's kind of hard to. 
you have to spend enough time with someone where they like expand all of their stories. Like, yeah. There's only, I mean, even people that are in their like forties and fifties and sixties, like there's only so much mm-hmm. grandparents on the other hand can pull out a new story every day. <laughs> Probably half of them aren't necessarily true, but yeah. <laughs> you just let them kind of ramble. Oh my gosh. I was thinking about that the other day. Like if we're old and old and senile, you know, you know how we're people, gonna be the same way no but you know how people like currently well like i do i use snapchat as like my personal like bookkeeping of vlogs or like bookkeeping it's like my life like that's where i post like things that i'm doing or like random shit that i think yeah. of when i'm drunk if i do something idiotic i usually i'm not doing anything idiotic but you know when we were at the Celtics game and we were seeing if we could touch that sign yeah like i posted that do you think that when we're old and senile, God forbid, like somebody starts to lose it a little, are they just going to start talking to the air thinking that they're filming themselves? Like current, like current old and senile people might like, like, like sing. Hey, what's up, and, guys? What's up, yeah, YouTube? Yeah, <laughs> like are they going to hold up like a tissue box and be like, what's up, YouTube? How are you today? <laughs> I think about that all the time. What? When did you first think about this? Recently. I, you know when I made that cookie sandwich for ice cream in the middle ice cream sandwich? It no. was so it was last night. <laughs> it wasn't okay. like I remember one. But I took two of Danny's cookies mm. and I put um, ice cream cake in between. Okay. Made myself an ice cream sandwich. Yeah. Great idea. And I was thinking while I was eating it after the fact, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I'm older... And I have no idea what's going on in life. Am I going to be talking out loud about making something or doing something? I think as you if will I, be. Oh, my God. Isn't that so weird, though? How? Because imagine your caretaker walks in the room and you're just staring at yeah, the mirror. Yeah, but that would probably talk. be normal. Oh, but it's just a different generation. Like the current generation of old and senile people, they're not pretending they're on vlogs still. <laughs> They're probably yeah, they like talking on, about work and they're stuff. They're never on vlogs. Crazy. I mean, you see it with like PTSD. Like people think they're like back in the war. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just whatever you lived, you relive it. Honestly, though, it'll be so funny. I really hope I have really funny old friends when I'm older. Maybe I'll be the funny old friend. I don't know. Who knows? But what do you, what do you mean the funny old friend? Like when you're older. This is very sad and deep, but like when you get like 80s to 90s, there aren't many people that are around that yeah. like were from your younger years. Well, my my grand my grandparents joke about it all the time. They're like, "Oh yeah, like no, they're like, oh, when you get to our age, like everyone's yeah. dying." And yeah. I'm just kind of like, "Grandpa, like, <laughs> yeah. don't make that joke." Like, but like, there's got to be like that one friend that you meet as an old person because you still need human interaction or. Yeah. That one friend that you still have that is kind of losing their fucking marbles. Yeah. And you, they're like the funny old friend. Like, you just can't help but laugh at everything that they're doing. <laughs> or, like, even the fact that they lose their hearing and stuff. Like, yeah. I know that's a part of it. And they probably might like it, honestly. But they might not like it. It's, like, it's just funny because you'll say something and they'll be like, huh? And you could say anything you want to them or they talk so loudly they don't realize it and you're Mm -hmm. just trying to tell them that like they shouldn't be talking in that moment. The person that essentially is just making you laugh all the time because they're old. Mm -hmm. 
that's a funny old because there are so many high functioning old people like oh, so definitely, many definitely so there's got to be like that one person that's just like hilarious you know <laughs> and i don't i i've never really been around so that. you want to be that person or you want to i'm just curious who would end up being that person it could be me i don't know yeah i don't do you i mean not to get kind of dark but do you have any like history of like dementia in your family or anything no but i do have low b12 and apparently that makes you like forget things what is b12 i don't know it's some vitamin i'm Uh working on it but (laughs) 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 you have to take like supplements for it and you're supposedly susceptible to forgetfulness i definitely have that then yeah and i you can ask nicholas about the random things i'll I'll leave things in random places oh really see it's not like that for me it's like my sister will say something like do you remember when we were kids blah 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 blah. and i'm like i literally don't even remember growing up with you (laughs) like i don't remember (laughs) so you just don't love your sister no i love her to death but i don't she'll like tell me do you remember this so you don't know you don't know why you love your sister you just know you love (laughs) her yeah or, like i don't remember any of these memories or anything we did together i just remember I that just you're my that sister you're, you're bomb you. ass queen yeah no i i remember some things but as i've t- started taking the supplement i'm remembering more actually which is very weird maybe I, what what how, like do you just get a ball of them they're just pills you have to get it so you or get you b12 through eating like meats proteins and stuff like that so if you're eating that regularly like i do your body's just not um i don't know how to describe it digesting it taking it in whatever as it should so you can't just take a pill and swallow it because it's gonna have the same effect as if you were to eat meat and you're not gonna get it in so So do you have to like inject it so like yes but i don't want to because i'm afraid of needles so right now i do one under my tongue So, yeah, there's, like, a range for B12. I said that as a complete joke. No, I know. There's a range for B12, though. I'll explain it. Okay. So, the normal range is 400 yeah. to 1,200. Okay. Then did you, like, go to a doctor and get tested for this? Yeah, like, I wasn't feeling great. I was, like, feeling, like, weird. And I went to my doctor, and he was, like, you might have Lyme's disease. You might have this. You might have that. And I was, like sign me up i hate needles but i did do the blood test Mm -hmm. and he called me and he's like the normal scale for b12 is 400 to 1200 and yours is 173 so it's so low that he's like we need to start doing weekly injections and i was like fuck that (laughs) you can you can take your needles and put them six feet under i will not go near them i hate needles so from there he said you can try a sublingual supplement where it goes under your tongue and see how that goes and we'll do a blood test in a month to see if it gets better if it doesn't i do have to get like some injection or something i don't know Mm -hmm. i just really can't my mom was like it's no big deal like i'm low in b12 it's probably a genetic thing i've gotten them like most of my life and i was like so she does the injections i don't think anymore i think at some point your body like learns yeah it's like allergy shots and now she takes the sublingual um and it's just enough sub what sublingual it goes under your tongue and it melts under your tongue so instead of digesting it under your tongue that's just like that's what it means yes okay and it dissolves under your tongue and that's how it goes uh, into your body 
It's like, what was it, the list? I mean, I guess that's not on your tongue. Oh, those yeah, I know what you're talking you just about. Put on your tongue. Yeah. So every single day I'm taking like the highest dose of those and we'll see if okay. it goes up. And it, it, like you can have fatigue, memory loss, um, you can get like anxiety, like all these things. I don't have any, it's, it's just the memory. I mean, it could be that, and you might just be like on the lower end. They said below 400 is when they usually do like injections, but huh. I am going to avoid that if I can. So that's one thing I don't like taking like things. Like, I don't like taking, like, even like Advil. Like, if I'm sore and I, like, I just, there's something about like taking drugs. Like, really? Yeah. And not to say that, like, I don't take like recreational drugs because I've like done stuff, but. <laughs> Like, oh not not saying I'm a narc, but um, I'm just saying that, like, I don't know. There's something, because I'm, like, I'm a big factor of, like, oh, if your, like, blood pressure is high, like, change your diet or, like, exercise. Like, oh, you know what I'm, like. You're one of the naturals. Yeah. You're like, going to take the world and let it do its <laughs> course with you, huh? Kind of. but You're like, like, I need more lettuce today. <laughs> but, like, at the same time, like. I should probably, like, I don't know. I, I haven't been at the doctor since, like, high school, but. <gasps> I go every, like, couple months, I feel really? like. Well, yeah, I haven't been the doctor not really every couple and... months, but I've, you have, if you're a woman, you have, like, so many doctors. Like, you have your yeah, OBGYN was... annual. You have your regular annual. Yeah. Then if you've had back surgery, <laughs> like me, Oh, guess what? You're going to that doctor, well, you too. Well, you only had back surgery once, right? I did have back surgery once, and I had to go for, after the surgery, you go for a one-month, a three-month, a six-month, mm. a nine-month, a 12-month, and then after that, they start grouping years. So for a while, I was going to the doctor all the time, and he was in New York City, which stunk. And then I also had a, uh, what's the lung doctor? Pulmonologist? I don't fucking know. I had one of those because <laughs> of the back surgery. Like, my lungs were being affected from yeah. my back. Now everything's all squared away and I'm good. But you still have to go and they want... Yeah, knock on wood. But you still have to go and, like, yeah. check in with them every year. They just want to make sure everything's okay. And oh, it's, it's kind of annoying. But I like to go just because it's a good peace of mind. But at the same time, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I probably probably should go more. That I mean, that was like my great uncle. He died. R.I.P. Um, but like he had a stroke, and he just like didn't like go the like he just like didn't go to the doctor ever. And like well, pretty I don't much. Know. Can and, you like, predict a stroke though? No, but like there was like th- like he went to. I I don't really remember the full stories around it, but like it was one of those things. Like if he went to the doctor, like probably. There's some things that, like, he could have done to, like, mm. help him. Um, so, he didn't go to the doctor after the stroke, you mean? Or before it? I don't honestly remember the details. All I remember was, I here's the memory part. Um, <laughs> but, I, like, I garnered that, like, if, like, he went to the doctor. Not that he would have been, like, okay, but, like, he yeah. probably could have prolonged his life. You, but could, try, the you time, could try, though, not to go back to the other thing, yeah. but you could try taking like a lower dose of the sublingual b12 because i have noticed like i'm feeling better already yeah well because like i've yeah i've never like really taken stuff and like it's one of those things 
I mean, there's only so much, like, I can, like, research and, like, do stuff. Like, I'm doing this. Like, I have work. Like. You can go to a natural store. Usually those ones are, like. Yeah. But, like, that's one that I don't, like, I don't trust anyone. So, like, it's hard to, like, like, I have to, like, have someone close to me, like, tell me. You know what's and, funny? Like, it's one of these things, like, I try to, try to almost out. Because I don't want to, like, research, like, like, for example, like, you know, who Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. podcaster, like, he takes all these supplements, and, like, probably half of them are bullshit. But, like, I've listened to him talk about stuff, and, like, other people talk about similar stuff. Yeah. And, like, there is, like, stuff you could be taking that could, like, help your mind, help your body. Yeah. I just don't have the time or energy to, like, research it. But then again, that's yeah. just an excuse. Well, sometimes, so there's a part of me that's like i agree with taking like certain supplements and then there's another part of me that's like if your body's producing it fine mm-hmm. you don't need it exactly like i used to be low iron and now i'm not so am i going to continue to take iron pills no. no now i have low b12 so i'm taking that one day i might not i'm not going to continue to take it so a part of and my uncle and aunt they're quite old my mom and dad are both one of six they're the fifth child and there's significant age gaps on and both they're sides both, they're both uh, like they're both the they're fifth. both number five yes and they're out of six yes isn't that crazy yeah so and i'm pretty sure my the youngest aunt and uncle are the same age but neither here nor there so anyway my mom's side my uncle and aunt they're older they're not old they're in their 70s so um they have no like cholesterol medication like all of the typical things that older people have they don't take they are perfect in health they just swear by taking a multivitamin so every single day my we and i went to disney with them yeah it is i highly recommend going with like older people it's like so entertaining i literally Why? love them because well especially with my mom's family they all talk at the same time everyone has a different plan going in their mind they're talking things out loud and my sister and i loved it because you're never going to get these moments again with these people yeah. like we can go on another trip together and i would love it mm-hmm. but because we both work and it's a lot to get everyone on the same page that might be like the only big trip like that that we ever do again yeah and i've never taken a trip with some of like those aunts and uncles Mm. so it was a really fun experience my sister and i were the only ones there under i don't know how old my the youngest aunt was that was there but for the main group that was there we were the only ones there under the age of like i don't know like 58 let's say (laughs) so it was two 20 year olds and them um but every morning my uncle was like take your multivitamin take your multivitamin (laughs) take your multivitamin and like one a day for men or whatever like they have a over 65 one now because i was like what should i take tell me i'll i'll take whatever you want if i could be like as spick and span as you are what's the difference between the over 65 versus the normal one it probably includes a higher level of certain vitamins that you start to stop producing over time if i had to guess so i wouldn't take that one at my age but i was looking at like women's ones recently i'm like do i take one of these (laughs) i wish he was there to tell me because he does all the (laughs) research honestly um i just stay away from the ones that have like a lot of sugar in them that are the chewy ones Mm -hmm. because that'll just give me a headache immediately so yeah 
Yeah, that my brother did that once when he was younger. He ate like an entire bottle of the gummy like vitamins. <laughs> and I remember my like mom was like freaking out and like because they probably tasted good because they were for kids. Yeah, because we used to eat. We we used to get. My mom used to give them give them to us when we were kids. Like we would like eat our breakfast and then we'd eat like I think it was like two gummy vitamins or whatever. And mm-hmm. so cam when he he was old enough where he figured out how to like open the bottle and mm. <laughs> we loved the flintstones as a kid so my yeah. mom bought us the flintstones ones i, think I had i hated those the flint stones the flintstones yes there did you i i just learned this like a couple of like months ago that's like the flint stones not i don't think anyone enunciates that though no the flintstones but it's did kind you of implied know that? In your did you know that though? I had no. I don't know. I've seen probably one of those Mandela, every episode. It's one of those Mandela effect things. I don't know. I it's, loved that show and Dragon Tales. Like those were my Dragon, shit. I like Dragon Tales. Yeah. Oh my god, so good. But she got those vitamins and they were chalky. They would just like. Yeah. Ugh. I, thinking about it right now makes me gross. <laughs> gross. I can't. Yeah, I don't like chalk. Like, uh, I'm trying to think. We were talking about them the other weekend. Oh, Tums. Like, I can't do oh, that. Yeah. And like, See, those I'll suffer through if I know it'll people help. People also, like... Well, that's another thing. I'm like... I, I Going back to the natural thing. Like, if my stomach hurts, like, it's because I did something wrong with my stomach. Like, I shouldn't be taking Tums to make it feel better. Like, well, if you're drinking a lot of beer and then you get, like, acid reflux or something... Yeah, stop drinking beer. You've already done the damage. You might as well take the Tums to settle your stomach. Yeah, but then, but then that doesn't... The purpose is to settle your stomach. You thinking yeah, but... eventually this will go away isn't going to actually help it. Yes, but then it'll be like, all right, I won't repeat these same steps so that I don't get acid reflux in the future. Listen, you are disciplined then, my friend, because I will drink beer any day, and if it continues to make yeah. my stomach feel a certain way, I'll just take Tums. <laughs> As, I think acid reflux might be the worst thing in the world. I don't even think I have it. I do, just because like it's like kind of genetic, but um, mm. it just is. It like don't you have to sleep uh, on your left side or something, whatever side your stomach leaves. It never really affects me that much, but just like oh, I'm kind of getting like I can like, like I'm almost triggering it in myself is, right now. What is the thing? Your hypochondriac. Now that we're talking about it, you feel it. <laughs> no, I'm not a hypochondriac, but. <laughs> But, like, acid reflux, I just think is, like, the worst. That's, like, the thing I probably get the, like, the most common that's, like... I don't get it often, but... It's so normally, yeah. like, I'll be, like, drinking all night, and then I'll get, like, McDonald's the next day and, like, eat something shitty for dinner, and then it's, like... I see the... I... Fast food... Yeah. I... The last time I had McDonald's, I think I was in middle school, and really? I threw up immediately. McDonald's used to make... it. From high school until the first couple of years of college, McDonald's would make me sick. I'm fine now, mm. but... See, the only fast food I'll have now is Chick-fil-A. Overrated. And I actually really enjoy it, so... That's fine. Difference of opinions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for that. But. I really like Chick-fil-A. I like their spicy... Anything spicy I'm a fan of, to be honest, but mm. I love their 
some of their sauces. Um, oh, the Chick-fil-A sauce is delicious. Pro- but like, might I be like the best multiple, so I'll usually like be nicer and then try to get more because you know how they do like a maximum sometimes? They'll be nah. like a max of two what? sauces. And I'm oh, like... Oh, the sauce? Yeah, and I'm like, mm-mm. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll tip y'all. Can you give me some more? Like, I like the so sauces. They just pay, pay, make you pay? Like, I don't like? know, but sometimes kindness goes a lot farther than like you having to pay more you know so anyway i like chick-fil-a if i am feeling it i will get taco bell but i know it's gonna like hurt my stomach have you seen that tiktok of the um taco bell beans no i don't get the beans no that's fine don't watch it <laughs> okay i just get like i i think it's like they're t- i don't even know what i get but You're i've never get- had their crunch wrap which is very popular what? i know you like taco bell and you've never gotten a crunch wrap i've just always gotten the same things i what get the get? baja blast and i get well, their like no-brainer. taco supreme meal thing where it's like multiple taco supremes so you just get tacos have yeah. you ever have like a beefy I forget what it is. Like burrito? Like have you ever gotten the burritos? No. Honestly, I probably would try it, but it's one of those things where if I'm going, I can't do anything the rest of the day because I probably will have a little bit of a stomach ache. Well, that, that's why you do it when you're drunk at night and then it's just just adds on to that. I know, but where is there a Taco Bell near here? DoorDash. Like drunk me makes fried pickles. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, I those are my two... Um, fast food fast places foods. like if i do go to mcdonald's like and it's late at night i'll get an ice cream or something but if I, you can't pay running. me to eat the fries you can't pay me to eat the chicken nuggets the burger my friends would go in college all the time i would go for the ride i wouldn't get anything yeah. i think i had like one nugget once and i had a stomach ache i don't know what it does to me it just does not <laughs> like me at all and i'm fine with that yeah. I would rather not like me than like me. You know where I would draw the line? I would be very I would fight through my body hating if I couldn't have Los Amigos, which is down the street from me in Brighton. I don't know what that is. It's uh kinda like Chipotle. Oh my god. I get there. Spicy shredded chicken burrito thing. Mm-hmm. I it, I could eat that four times a week. I didn't really? have it the past two weeks. I'm saving myself as like a reward. <laughs> For marriage? No, it's just like, I feel like I've been eating out too much lately. So this okay. week That's I fair. didn't eat out. Last week I I don't think I did either. Yeah. I feel like everyone like living in a city, you kind of go through that phase because it's like yeah. it's everything's so accessible. Mm. Like when I was living in Vermont at home, like I live in like a farm town. So it's like 15 minutes to the grocery store. So yeah, like, same. like I can't like order, but he, living here, I could have any meal you can think of delivered to my doorstep in less than an hour. It's oh, really I know. crazy. It's so bad. I, I re- the only positive thing is like, if you do feel sick and you know, you shouldn't oh, yeah. go out in public mm-hmm. cause it'll freak other people well, yeah, out. Even I, if it's not COVID. Well, yeah, I had COVID like what a month ago now i mean i went mm. omicron whatever that was and like i just like i mean oh it was when i went to maine fuck, was remember it remember you texted because we had seen each other the weekend before and you were like just want to let you guys oh, know and yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. i hope you feel better yeah but in my mind i'm like if i get covid <laughs> and i have a trip to maine i'll be so sad and all of us were fine thankfully yeah but anyways like i like just like ordered food all week and like it was awesome because like yeah it's i easy. didn't want to get up like not all week because i was only sick for like 
really three or four days, but mm. it was it's nice. Yeah, I I do agree. It's easy. I like that things are in walking distance too, though, because mm-hmm. in my mind it cancels out. Like if I'm walking to the location, let's yeah. say I go and get a burrito, I'm like, all right, I just evened out this whole burrito and these chips and this salsa that I'm about to eat the chips whole thing. Chips and salsa with a burrito? It's so bad. It's so bad, Avery. I get, so typically I'll get there 10 inch. If I'm feeling extra hungry or if I want to save some for a meal the next day, I'll get the 12 inch and I'll eat half. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not a chips and guac person all the time. If the salsa is good enough where you go, it should be salsa that you get. So I get their chips and salsa and their salsa has a kick to it. Like I said, I like spicy things. Yeah. So I, and I like their chips a lot because they salt them well. So I'm assuming they're homemade. Everything there is. I'm watching them make it. It is so amazing. And they all speak Spanish to each other. Like you can just tell the food there is very good. Like when you go, I won't even eat a Chipotle anymore because I like it so much. Chipotle kind of stinks compared to places like those. I know. I don't really like Chipotle. It's an unpopular opinion, but I don't think that's if somebody's like, oh, I'm going to get Chipotle. I'm like, I'll get Panera then. Like, I'm no, not, that's an unpopular opinion. No, I would rather. I just don't like most people Chipotle. say Panera is hospital food. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I get the salad usually, which is like <laughs> whatever. I'm not what, really getting anything like special. Salad? They're Greek salad because they have the pepperoncinis, which are spicy. Oh, the uh, peppers. Are they a little hot? Yeah. yeah, I like things with a bite. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Panera's alright. I don't know. Everyone swears about like the mac and cheese, like bread bowl. I'm just like that's so much carbs. <laughs> yeah, I've so in college, I got a stomach bacterial infection from the food. So I at Panera. No, from our college. Sama. Yeah, probably and, not the only one. You know, like I went into college already very like thin, and I lost a lot of weight my freshman year because I couldn't hold anything. It was just so bad, and I ended up getting medicine and it solved it. But because of that, I got Panera all the time because I was afraid to eat in the dining hall. It's so, fair. I mean, yeah, I think everyone that went to that school. Um, went through the yeah i mean people used to say like salmo shits it was like (laughs) mid school year that it happened yeah like my body had already adjusted to the shitty food and And just like and i was like why can't i thing you ate or something i yeah it was bad and i went to a stomach doctor and she was like yeah you have a bacterial infection probably from like uncooked meat i was like nice (laughs) yeah yeah that happened to me what was it like two three weeks ago now like i had like a stomach bug Mm. and nothing like that had ever happened to me it just like my stomach just hurt yeah like i was puking and like just had never and like i was like just slept like just had never happened to me i was like it sucks (laughs) yeah i definitely so i ate panera a lot though because it was close to bryant and i could easily get it I think there was like delivery things. I don't know, but I got it very easily. Yeah, Panera did like deliver in a car, I think. I remember seeing yeah. that. It was probably. Mm-hmm. So I got it all the time. And my mom would go with her friends to Panera just to punch in my phone number so I could get free things when I would order oh, there. That was very nice. Of her. So nice. I know. She spends money, so I save money. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's why I would eat Panera more. And 
Chipotle I had for the first time maybe like my sophomore junior year because there's not really one in my area um, Mm -hmm. where I grew up. And I was like, this is what everyone was so excited about. It's just like rice and meat and I can make this at home. But I cannot make Los Amigos at home. (laughs) I can't. I'm so obsessed with it. Like when I have friends come and visit we're gonna probably go to like really fun places and in my mind i'm gonna be like they would love los amigos though <laughs> well would. i haven't got the invite there so you have not gone there yet no i haven't gotten the invite well it's because whenever you guys come it's at 4 a.m and i just start making fried pickles for everyone because everyone's hungry dill pickles or bread and butter pickles and it doesn't matter pickles. i like them both what do you think about the slander around bread and butter pickles? Because there's a lot of people out there that don't like bread and butter pickles. Then you're not a pickle enthusiast. I will eat any pickle. That's a very hot... I will eat any pickle. Anything. If it's any, if it's not soft, like I like a little bit of a crunch to you, it. Yeah. I got like pickles to make. So somebody recommended to me to try beer and a spear. You know what that is? No. What? Beer you put and a spear? Beer and a spear. Oh, okay. You, you put, put a, be- a spear pickle in your beer. You yeah. drink it and a little bit of pickle juice. And you drink it and then you eat the pickle after. And it's supposed to have like the flavor of both. And like, is it just like a like like Coors Light or like do you do it with like IPA? I, like- so I watched a video actually on YouTube about it when the person mm-hmm. suggested it to me. And um, there was a YouTube video and somebody did Bush Light. Okay. So I just got, I was going to get Bush Light and then this liquor store near me didn't have it. So I think I got Bud Light. I don't remember, but it was like a light beer and I got dill pickles, dill pickle spears. I don't think you would use bread and butter for that. That would be weird. No, that would be sweet beers. Yeah, it's a little off putting. So (laughs) I get to the end and I bit in the pickle and it was soft. And then I open the jar and I'm thinking it's probably because it sat in the beer too long, even though I drank beer quite quickly. And all of the pickles were soft. Worst experience of pickles I've ever had. Did the pickles go bad or? They were brand new. I was so upset. I'm like, I'm never getting this. I couldn't remember. It was one of those stupid ones on the the shelf. Frog? Is it a frog with a hat? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. If you're talking about Grillos, those are so good. But I don't think garlic flavored pickles is what i would go for with a beer is that what you had no i i had like a normal oh. dill pickle what about the uh little french ones i forget what they're called you know what i'm talking about like yes they put them on charcuterie corn, boards like, yeah i don't know what those are called Cornish, corn something i'll still eat them though i'll eat any pickle you don't like them no i will oh, okay. I'll, I'll eat any pickle trying to think what other types of pickle well like other pickle like pickled red onions that's a pretty popular thing onions like pickled carrots pick pickled eggs <laughs> yo don't even talk to me about pickled eggs get away from me no i've never I, honestly I, listen, had one i like eggs i like over easy i like is that the thing to get in, inside it's yeah, fine i like over easy i like scrambled i like poached i can make an egg all right I, no need to brag pickled eggs <laughs> have you ever had one no i oh. don't desire it <laughs> do you desire it have you had them? No, I've never had one, but I've always been curious. No, oh, curiosity, my ass. I would never have <laughs> one of those. I don't get it. And I'm sorry, this is totally a yucterium a, thing, you, but... You eat a pickled cucumber. What? That's weird. I don't think so. Cucumber is like... 
eggs is a very distinct flavor cucumber is water flavor it's yeah. it's refreshing when you put vinegar and sugar and all of those things that make a pickle a pickle mm-hmm. with it it's kind of like the, it's taking on the flavor of the things around it yeah. adding to its freshness and its crunch okay that's kind of the same with like certain onions like that's probably why people like pickled onions yeah. similarly it dilutes the intensity of the onion and also still sweetness. has the crunch you get a little sweetness so it's similar in that sense. An egg? <laughs> I'm sorry. Those things have like a very intense flavor. And yeah. now you're adding vinegar and sugar and gross. I can't even. I can't. All right. Well, I'll make I draw sure, the line there. I'll make sure not to buy any pickled eggs for you. No, people can eat whatever they want around me. I will not participate in that. Well, no, I meant like buy them specifically. Specifically, specifically for, for me. You. Yeah, you know that would be really intense. <laughs> I probably would not react the greatest. I would be like, eat it right now in front of me. Eat the whole thing. I would watch you eat it, and then I've you could have had the rest. One. I've always just like I'm like kind of curious because like. So um, somebody, uh, Olivia's friend said she likes them. Olivia, friend, uh, roommate of the Kev, dog, for the peop- dog for people listening. Yes, it's my roommate um, in BFF. So <laughs> her friend said she likes them because I was like kind of chirping on them the other day. It's weird that we're talking about this right now. Um, but I, I saw them. This was not planned. No, and I saw them in the store. Yeah. Because they're a popular item. And I brought it up when we were all together. I'm like, you guys believe they sell bagged eggs? (laughs) (laughs) Did it come in a bag? It was a bag. I've never seen them in bags. I've seen them in jars. Oh, my God. It made me want to throw up seeing it, really. And I don't eat onions like that regularly because Mm. they like... You can do research on it, but it, it, it usually makes the stomach like uneasy if you eat onions too regularly, if you have a sensitive stomach. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a sensitive stomach, but I'm sensitive to onions for some reason. Pickled onions are fine. I You could probably enjoy them very well on a burger. I like caramelized onions personally on mine. What do you do with a pickled egg? You eat it. It's a snack. What, you, have you ever had a hard-boiled egg? Yes. Same concept. You just pop it in. Oh, you know what, though? I don't know, man. I don't know. I've never had one either. I'm just... See, if that came in a snack crate, I would have to have it because it's my rule. But you bet your ass, if that comes in a snack crate, I'm making other people try it first. Would you uh, submit to a custom snack crate curated by me? Oh, like you would pick my snacks? (laughs) I had a custom snack crate given to me for my birthday, actually. By, really? Yeah, by one of the girls in the group. She Mm -hmm. got me um, a snack crate. She chose snacks from Italy, and they were Italian snacks. Yeah. And I I have done Italy before, but I didn't have any of these snacks, so I loved every second of it. And there was a ketchup chip. (laughs) <laughs> really? eat it, and i didn't really like it but everyone liked it who likes ketchup yeah there was no pickled onion or pickled eggs, eggs. Mm-hmm. none yeah i don't even really know where I, i'm trying to think of like other like weird like pick like i've had like pickled carrots and like i think that's normal though again the flavor of a carrot yeah. it is distinct had, like, but pickled radishes just aren't bad hmm. but they just kind of taste like pick like pickled radish yeah yeah, I just really feel like whoever decided to pickle a cucumber, like yeah. if we go back in the day, they would be, if it's a girl, 
I don't know, but if it's a guy, he would be my husband. <laughs> and he would be making me pickles well, sure all the time. I'm sure he's dead. No, I know, but it's I'm just saying. It's also not hard to make. <laughs> no, I know, but what a genius. You got to marry intelligence. That's intelligence. <laughs> Let me boil water, vinegar, and sugar on the stove. Let me put it with mustard seed and dill yeah. in a jar of cucumbers and then let it sit for a while you want to know where that started preserving crop that yeah. started with preserving crop mm-hmm. but genius that he put all that shit in it and they you put them on anything yeah people like i could eat pickles probably on most things that are like like a chick-fil-a sandwich a burger yeah. mm-hmm. any of those things any sandwich you can put a pickle on yeah i probably would ask for extra honestly when sandwiches come with pickles on the side that's how you know the place is good pickles and fries and coleslaw and coleslaw too mm-hmm. all three yeah a little cup of coleslaw yeah a sphere yeah, of but pickle. Most, most places coleslaw is bad i will say from my experience well maybe i'm going the delis in new york have some pretty good coleslaw in my opinion well you don't have to brag (laughs) about new york um but i i i want to show you this because there's this um have you ever have you seen the movie chef with john favreau do you know who that is i might have he's like he owns a food truck well he he he's like the executive chef of a restaurant and he gets fired from his job because he like tweets at this food critic that like said he had bad food and like oh he essentially gosh, gets wait, like canceled I did see this yeah yes so he has a show he has a cooking show based off of that movie with the chef that taught him how to cook for oh. that movie are you following that's me? cool yes <laughs> so like that's like my favorite show and I'm gonna one, have to start that. I'll show it to you. I love it's cooking shows. It's called Chef the sh- the Cooking Show. I think it's on Netflix. There's like a yeah. couple seasons. But anyways, so he goes one of the episodes. Him and this guy Roy Choi, who's like the chef that taught him. Mm-hmm. He's like a world renowned chef. They go to this like pickling place where they just like pickle all these types of things. Oh, is eggs one of them? I I don't remember. But anyways, I like that's what. It reminded about you this of, conversation yeah. maybe and i'll i'll make sure to share that episode yeah. with you i love so i love cooking shows i don't know if you knew this but i've watched probably every chopped every chopped really? junior i chopped junior. they what had a baking worst, chopped worst, and i don't like cooks, that one worst cooks in america Do you ever oh see? my god hilarious <laughs> my sister and i cracked up at that once this woman takes chicken wings and she mm. like judged them in the sauce and threw them on the plate because she was about to run out of time they are so funny because it's just when you grew up watching your parents cook my dad's a really good cook my mom is a really good cook you don't assume that people I didn't realize though, growing up with two parents that are so good at cooking, that people don't know what they're doing in a kitchen. Yeah. 
So this show is entertaining for me because I could not believe somebody would present food to professional chefs. That was that disgusting. Oh, well, they don't know. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't show. realize. It was so funny. And so that's a good one. Have you ever seen Tournament of Champions? Yeah. The the Iron Chef one? Yeah. Or, it's yeah. like the like all the best yeah, chefs yeah, in the yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of the chefs on that show for the East Coast, mm-hmm. uh, I can't, I'm blanking on her name, but she just opened that um, market in the financial district, the food market. Oh, really? Yes, that's I've, her. I've been seeing that... F- like all over social media is those food markets i really want to go check it out i i would love to meet her but there that is like a show that i fangirl over because i love all of the chefs in it and my mom and i get so into it. i think my sister watched it too but it's just such a good show guys grocery games and guy guy <laughs> guy fury in general so He's i i really want to name my kids hunter and Ryder strictly because that's his kids names I love him. I think he's such a good person. He's outgoing. Yeah. He cares about people. He loves food. He's he's generally a nice guy. He's me in guy form. Yeah. I don't know if he golfs actually or likes beer, but if he did, even more so. Well, have you ever heard him talk about like how, how he describes like food he doesn't like? I forget. There's like, there's like one phrase he specifically uses when he like doesn't like something but like he's said it before when he tries to be polite about it yeah because like in in the because like people ask him like you like try all this food there's gotta be stuff you don't like right yeah and he's like yeah there's always like one i forget what the phrase is but there's like one phrase where in those shows if he like tries it and says and it's like a positive thing but really like, I, I, I have to look is. that I'm, up i'm blanking on her that's right now. hilarious <laughs> so he's one that doesn't like eggs too he doesn't like eggs. he doesn't like eggs, eggs. It, huh. there was a place that he went to I, I vividly remember watching this where this person made an egg pizza and it wasn't yeah. like covered in eggs but it's kind of like shakshuka on a pizza have mm-hmm. you ever had shakshuka yes okay well some people might not have essentially it's like a tomato sauce type stew with vegetables and eggs on top with eggs that are parboiled so it's like poached eggs show i gotta show you since you know what shakshuka is really continue so it it was like a pizza like that and Mm -hmm. he was like i won't try it and he tried a piece that didn't have egg on it or it might have had a little bit of egg and he was just like Mm, but he was disgusted by the egg itself he won't eat egg and i think that's really interesting because a lot of these food network stars they don't really openly admit they won't try anything or won't eat anything or won't like anything Mm -hmm. it always almost appears like they love everything because it's their job to cook yeah and i feel as though him being so open and honest like that is the one thing i won't eat i i respect it i think that's awesome I don't, I, my one thing is ketchup. <laughs> I've gotten a little bit more okay with mustard yeah. over the years, but I'm not going to jump to buy it in a store kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Condiments were like a big thing for me. Unless it was hot sauce, I would put that on anything. Yeah. I, yeah, ketchup. Yeah. One thing with eggs, my, my dad's very weird about this. He likes egg whites, but he doesn't like the yolk. Any form of the yolk? Any form. Wow, interesting. And it I will give it to him. He grew up on a farm, so like he knows more about like what that is than because oh, we're kind of like no. detached yeah. and like he would have some eggs that like were a little bit developed and like 
so oh, he's no. he's seen that part no. and like that us like just that we buy them at the grocery store probably don't it's the same way with like my uncle he grew up on a farm too and like my my the aunt, one on the podcast no, 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 no oh, a different one. one um but um my aunt and like her my two cousins they love goat cheese but like my uncle grew up on a farm mm. and like knows goat like had goats like knows like about them and stuff and he's just like he is like revolted by the thought of goat cheese really yeah so it's just like yeah. funny that like I certain guess, people so, have that yeah cheeses cheeses like i don't think i've ever even tried goat cheese really i don't even yeah i don't like swiss it's cheese it's like goat cheese is good but you need there needs to be a lot more going on like just goat cheese on a cracker i mean i'll eat it but i won't enjoy it mm. but like if you put like a little bit of goat cheese in like a salad that has like some berries and like other stuff like some like acidity with like a balsamic vinaigrette like it maybe it i have had it, it then you probably have i don't just know maybe just a cheese that's like is like woo. but blue cheese and swiss can go six feet under you don't like swiss no i really don't wow i really don't and you don't like like blue cheese not really no i don't really like blue cheese dressing but I'm you know not a huge if i'm of, getting like, like a buffalo cheese. chicken wrap you know how people will be like there's blue cheese dressing in it and yeah. some people will say no i want ranch instead yeah i say nothing and extra buffalo sauce that's weird i don't well i if they have ranch on the menu in it Typically, I won't say anything. Yeah. But I hate when you get like a buffalo chicken wrap mm-hmm. and it's dry. You know, like yeah, the chicken absorbs yeah. the buffalo sauce. Like I need it to have sauciness to it. I'm a saucy <laughs> owl. What can I soft. say? <laughs> yeah. So I cheeses, though, mm-hmm. I get weird about some of them. I don't know. Yeah. Well, all this food talk is kind of making me hungry. I don't mm-hmm. know about you. Yeah. I, I think we have dinner. Uh, we should figure out what right we're now. gonna eat so, so yeah we should probably go figure that out um thank you for going on i feel like this is could have gone like four or five hours <laughs> we could have just kept talking i know we could um, both talk to a wall <laughs> i'd say more you than me but yeah we'll leave that up to other people to decide um <laughs> but thank you for coming on uh thank you for listening if you've made it this far appreciate it um, do you have any last words you want to say or mm, am I allowed to say I'm team Avery? No. <gasps> All right. Why does this always come up in podcasts? Did somebody else say it? Yeah. All right. Well, I didn't apply, so I guess that's fair. Um, I don't know. Thank you for having me. I appreciate our friendship. I love you guys. <laughs> thank- I don't know what else to say. We're <laughs> not really the sappy bunch. <laughs> thank you for appreciating my, our friendship. <laughs> I don't know what to say. (laughs) All right. Bye. Peace out.